Welcome, my friends, to the That's Ball Folks podcast. I'm your host, Josh Reynolds. This is episode 43, and we are back. We are back, baby. We are back like we never left. <laughs> we took a little three-week hiatus because straight up, nothing's happening. And then guess what? We've got a lot happening. Maybe not basketball. We'll talk about the FIBA World Cup, of course, in this episode. But uh, there's sports happening, and they're happening all around us. It is kickoff week. NFL kickoff week, baby. College football week one has come and gone. Fantasy football, we're going to dive into that, chat a little bit about that. Uh, and really just kind of cap it off with with a, a giveaway because that's the perfect way to bring it back. It feels good. feels real good. feels good to jump back on the mic. I'm not going to lie. feels nice to get back into a routine. I can't wait. I've said it for the last like 10 episodes. feel like a real broken record. I can't wait for basketball to come back. But playoff baseball, football, fantasy football, college football, uh, it's all going to be a nice little buffer until then. So that's good. Uh, before we dive into things, I just have to give a couple shout-outs, a couple people here. Uh, number one, my guy Benson. Benson Haney. Big fan of the pod. Big listener of the pod. Have to give him a shout-out. Recently moved. Uh, I would see him weekly. Absolute stud. And uh, he has moved. He has moved down south. And I just had to give him a shout-out because I know he's a, a avid listener. And he is one good dude. One of my favorite families and people. So, shout-out, Benson. Also, have to give a shout-out to my uh, nephew slash cousin, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Dallas. Absolutely balling out. Goes to Maple Mountain High School. Those familiar with Utah. He is a stud and has been tearing it up at quarterback uh, for the JV squad. So had to give Dallas a little shout out as well. Went to one of his games, a little rivalry game, I think Spanish Fork is what it was. And uh, they beat him, which is a, a rivalry win is huge, but awesome. Shout out Dallas. Excited for your game next week, brother. Let's chat some football, shall we? Let's talk some college football. Uh, I just got done watching Clemson lay the biggest egg ever against Duke. Uh, also, why is why is Clemson week one having a conference game on a on a on a Monday night, a Labor Day night? Maybe it is because of Labor Day, but I don't understand the conference thing. Why did they jump right into conference games? Nobody else does that. Why don't they get a tune-up game? I don't know, but tune-up is exactly what they need because Clemson looked horrendous. 28 to 7. Look, Duke, I mean, Duke is Duke's not a terrible team. They're always somewhat decent, but yikes. Yikes. Dabo, what's going on, brother? What's going what's going on? Cuz when you don't have a stud quarterback, uh aka Deshaun Watson, who I hate, or Trevor Lawrence, you're not great. Big red flags, big question marks in in, uh, in Clemson going on right now. Yowzer, yowzer. Anyway, you know it was coming. You know we have to talk about it. University of Utah, baby. Week one, hosted Florida, which, by the way, look, I am very outspoken of this. Big Utah fan. Been a season ticket holder for a while now. Love anytime there's a big name that comes to town. And 
it was awesome having Florida here. I have to give Florida fans a shout out. They traveled really, really well. There were a lot of Florida fans. And it was fun. For me, going down to the swamp last year and having such a good experience, then being able to kind of flip the table and host them, uh, it was a fun thing to do. I didn't hear or see any uh, any ill will. I didn't see any bad things or anything like that. I would have stepped in if there were some annoying people getting in Florida fans' faces. Uh, I did have a couple conversations with some Florida fans. They were extremely nice. Also, their gear is the best. They're sponsored by Jordan. How can it not be the best? But they are beautiful. Everything about them. I love the cursive gators that they wore on their helmets. I love all their gear. Every one of their alternate logos, their colors, everything about it is beautiful. I told a guy, because I commented on his 11s, and he's like, yeah, Florida special, baby. I'm like, uh, dude, I would literally take a life for Utah to be sponsored by Jordan. Just the best gear. Anyway, uh, Utah showed up playing, by the way, Quarterback by committee with their third and fourth string quarterbacks. Cam Rising, starting quarterback, returner, uh, returning quarterback, I should say. He doesn't uh, return kicks or anything, so I shouldn't call him a returner. Uh, He's back, but he's hurt. Still recovering from that torn ACL in the Rose Bowl game. And then our backup quarterback, freshman, in a scrimmage, lacerated his liver. Let me repeat that. He lacerated his liver in a scrimmage. Also, apparently, there are reports that during that same scrimmage, three of our starting defensive linemen also were banged up. Utah's been notorious for going a little bit hard uh, in camp. (laughs) They call it Camp Winningham, and it's no joke. But that sucks. To be that banged up, not even in time for the, the opener, Rough. Anyway, they handled their business. Shout out Nate Johnson. Shout out Bryson Barnes. Got the job done. That very first offensive play of the game, Bryson Barnes, absolute bomb. 70-yarder to Money Parks was fantastic. I was jumping all over. We've got a fun little, I I like to call us a little season ticket family uh, surrounded by us. And I was jumping all over everybody. it's, It's fun, man. College football is the best. It really is the best. Anyway, Utah got Baylor up next, who, speaking of laying eggs, lost to Texas State at at home week one. Now, obviously, Utah's not going to see that same Baylor. Uh, their quarterback is out with a, a, a MCL, I think, injury for the next few weeks. So they've got a Mississippi State transfer kid coming in who's apparently a mobile quarterback, and Utah struggles with mobile, uh, mobile quarterbacks all the time. So uh, it should be a good game. 10 a.m. Utah time kickoff? Blah, no thank you. I guess kind of cool that it's so early, but I don't know. It doesn't feel right. Anyway. Anyway, looking forward to it. Utah looking real good. Also, their defense, I mean, just even with those three starters out and losing uh, Reed, one of our starting linebackers on like the first series of the game, uh, we look great. The depth. That's one thing that I haven't been able to say as a Utah Utes fan is, yeah, we're a deep squad. I can say it this year. We are a deep squad. I feel real good. Real, real good. Anyway, Baylor should be fun and a fun little test next week in Waco. The game maybe of the year. We got to talk about it. That Colorado TCU game 
which nobody, let me repeat, nobody thought that Colorado would step into TCU and do what they did. What a game. What a performance. Primetime tell, he tried telling us, man. He's been preaching it since he got to Colorado. He's tried to tell us. We didn't listen. And boy, were we all, we all feel foolish now because that was unbelievable. What a performance by his son at quarterback. What a performance all around by literally every single player there on that Colorado roster. They're for real. It's it it like genuinely for real. And it's pretty awesome to say. And honestly, it sucks that the Pac-12 is folding because if they're actually for real and they're going to be fun, uh, it sucks that everything's just falling apart. Anyway, Travis Hunter, the kid who played both ways, had a touchdown catch and an interception. Talk about a stud. My goodness. They are a blast. They are a blast to watch. Look, their defense might not be great besides Travis Hunter, but him playing every single snap all game, both sides of the ball, that's not sustainable. It was amazing to watch, but there's no way he can do that all year long. But I don't care. It was amazing. He has to be vaulted to the top of the Heisman list. And honestly, put uh, Primetime's kid, the quarterback, up there as well. Both of them should be on the list after week one. And I don't think anybody could argue that. Unbelievable performance. It sucks that Utah gets them the very last game of the season because who obviously it's a long season and who knows what can happen. But I I will be tuning in to every one of Colorado's games for the rest of the year. It was that awesome. Shout out Primetime for actually backing up his talk because, again, he's tried telling us and now everybody's listening because he walked the walk. Amazing. Awesome. Those are my games that I wanted to highlight. Uh, a couple other games. Well, no, we're not going to talk about any other games. We're going to talk about some fantasy football. I've been very outspoken. You guys know my story last year. The just the Demar Hamlin situation ended up splitting the pot for me and my uh, my buddy Derek in our league. This is a big money league. It's fun. We made a big money because there's always that one team every year who just stops playing, and with the big buy-in, it kind of in- incentivizes everybody. Okay. Let's stay on top of this. So I want to go over my draft. I ended up picking sixth. And guess what? We're not, we're a non-PPR league, by the way. It's standard. I somehow had Christian McCaffrey fall into my lap at six. And you bet I took him. Feeling real good about that. Now, <laughs> I am a Philly guy. <gasps> I went a little hard on uh, on the Philly side. So I went McCaffrey in my, with my first round pick. Second round pick, I went A.J. Brown. Looped back around for the third round pick. I took Devonta Smith. So, yes, I am double dipping there with A.J. and and Devonta, but I feel really, really good about it. I think that Hurts is just going to continue where he left off last year. I think that Smith is going to even step up and have an even bigger year this year. And I think A.J. Brown's not going to skip a beat as well, which is why I took both of them. Anyway, I feel great. Uh, I don't know the rest of the order. I think I took Joe Burrow next, but Joe Burrow is my quarterback. I took Dalvin Cook later. Obviously, him being on the Jets, who knows what it's actually going to look like. I think it's going to take a few weeks for him to actually get acclimated. He's a pass-catching 
running back. If he can just produce a little bit like he did in Minnesota, I'm going to feel really, really good. And I got him late, so worth the risk. Uh, at tight end, I had to stay loyal to my U-boy. Took to Dalton Kincaid, who everybody has been talking about in Buffalo's camp. People are raving about him. It is going to suck, yes, because him and Dalton Knox are obviously going to split and compete for catches, but I still feel really good. I'm going to start him, actually. I've got Dalton Kincaid. I also took uh, J.K. Dobbins, Baltimore running back. I'll probably play him at flex. Uh, But my bench is full of dudes who are going to be boomer bust. Look, I took Michael Thomas. I know the odds are not great. I know that he's probably going to get hurt. I know that it's not going to end up well. However, there is a chance that he does stay healthy and that something good does happen. It's worth taking a flyer on him, and I did it. Guess who else I took a flyer on? My favorite player, Odell Beckham Jr. I've got him on my bench. I also have Zach Ertz, shout-out former Eagle. I took Tyler Algier mainly just because he had a great year last year and with Bijan Robinson going so high in every draft. Uh, if he gets hurt or something happens, then guess what? Algier's the guy again. So took him. I also took Taysom Hill, shout out uh, BYU product, who is just the Swiss army knife of football players. And you throw him at quarterback, you throw him on special teams, you throw him at tight end, you put him at running back, throw him at wildcat. He does everything. So he's a good fantasy player to have. Anyway, and I have Daniel Jones as my backup quarterback, which I don't love, but I have him. So... Anyway, that's my squad. On paper, I actually really like it. It looks pretty good. Still can't believe I got McCaffrey at six, but there you go. Feel feeling pretty good about it. Okay, friends, time out for a minute because I want to chat about Griffles Plasma and also about how plasma makes medicines and how every donation you give with Griffles Plasma, it can be used to make up to five different medicines. Now, while there are lots of different plasma medicines used to treat a lot of patients for life-threatening injuries and illnesses, the point is that each time you donate, your plasma can be used to help save lives. Each time. That is huge. Multiply that by the number of times you give plasma. Yep, you got it. Even more huge. Kind of like Allen Iverson leading the 2001 Sixers to the NBA Finals all by himself. So shout out Griffles Plasma and all their teams across the country. Plasma makes medicines, and a lot of people depend on these medicines. Donate plasma and receive compensation for your efforts today. You can find a center near you at grifflesplasma.com. Tell them Josh sent you. This advertisement is a paid promotion. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on the NBA. It's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick over or under on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. You can also pick from Rivals, which pits two players against each other for a head-to-head matchup. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use the code TBF24, that's TBF24, and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Calling all golfers. Do you have a problem three-putting? If you said no, you're either in complete denial or you're just a straight-up liar. Jokes aside, and in all reality, who doesn't? It's inevitable. We're all three-putters. Well, let me introduce you to a new lifestyle brand for golf that is made for us. The Three-Putt Golf Company. Golf gear that meets the average golfer where they are, but looks like a professional brand. They're about to release their first hats next week, and they are amazing. Keep an eye out for the drop, discounts for That's Ball Folks listeners, giveaways, and more. Three-Putt Golf Company. Everybody three-putts look good doing it. Are you sick of spending time caring for your lawn? Have you spent too much time mowing it or even just keeping it alive? you tired of wasting resources and money watering it? If you are like me, the answer is yes to all of those. You should consider artificial grass. Beehive Turf out of northern Utah will transform your yard into looking beautiful all year round. Check out Beehive Turf on Instagram. Give them a call today for a free quote. Beehive Turf, take the sting out of caring for your lawn. So let's talk NFL for a quick second before we dive into Brotherly Love and Hate with Jer. Uh, Thursday, Thursday night, we're like two days away from the NFL season actually starting, and I cannot wait. Obviously pumped for my birds, being a huge birds fan, obviously that is priority number one, but that's the beauty of fantasy football is it really broadens your horizons, makes you pay attention and look forward to other games. Lions and Chiefs, Thursday night. Chiefs are only a six and a half point favorite. Lions like turned over a complete new leaf last year. Jared Goff, my guy, taking me to the promised land. Uh, I just am excited for football to be back. So Thursday night will be fun. And then the birds. Birds open up at the Pats. I expect the birds to come out flying high. Expect big, big things. You got the Texans and Ravens, the Bengals and Browns, the Bucks and the Vikings. By the way. The Bucks should be very interesting to watch this year. Baker Mayfield, uh, starting quarterback. Eh. Uh, Titans and Saints, Panthers and Falcons, Jags and Colts, Niners and Steelers, Cards, Commanders, Raiders and Broncos. Fun week one matchup there. Dolphins and Chargers, also a fun one. Packers and Bears, also should be fun. Rams, Seahawks, Boys and Giants Sunday night. And then Monday, the Bills and the Jets, which I can't wait for. I watch Hard Knocks, loved every episode. It legitimately made me like look at Aaron Rodgers in a completely different light. Now, with like all the social media and stuff, you know he's a weirdo. We all know he's a weirdo. Doing the ayahuasca and he's a total druggie, shrooms, whatever, all that stuff. Very strange dude. But seeing him on Hard Knocks, I really, really like him. He seems like a good dude. His teammates seem to like him. I like Aaron Rodgers. There you go. I said it. 
anyway, I love Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks is the best. I wish my voice sounded like the Hard Knocks guy. Wouldn't that be something? Maybe I'll try to get him on here just so we can all hear his voice. It's a perfect narrator voice. It's literally perfect. Anyway, watch Hard Knocks if you haven't watched it yet. Pumped out of my mind for week one. Really, really excited. Excited to return and report next week how the birds did. Talk about the birds. Talk about some fun, exciting games. Obviously, talk about my fantasy team. Let's talk about this just for a brief second before we go into uh, Brother Love and Hate. Ask the FIBA World Cup because it is in full swing, and there's a couple people I just wanted to give a shout-out to. I love when dudes take it upon themselves to have pride and represent their country. You look at Carl Anthony Towns doing it for the Dominican Republic. You look at Jordan Clarkson doing it for the Philippines. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson doing it for Jordan. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson looks like Kobe Bryant reincarnated. And that sounds just outlandish to say. But if you have seen some of these highlights, he looks like a left-handed Kobe Bryant. Or just looks like Kobe Bryant when he did play left-handed. Anyone remember that? He like hurt his right shoulder and decided to just play the game left-handed and was shooting turnaround jumpers left-handed. That's what Hollis Jefferson looks like. Not an exaggeration. It's literally exactly what he looks like. It's unbelievable. For those who haven't seen it, I'll post highlights of it. But it, it's just incredible to see. True, like, it, it, literally the first time I saw it, I was like, wait, who the hell is that? Like, when I say it, like, took my breath away, that sounds super cheesy. That's quite literally exactly what it did. I had to watch it, like, five times to be like, uh, what is that? What? What happened? Anyway, also have to give Canada a shout out because they're going to the Olympics for the first time in forever and they have a good squad. SGA, if you weren't a believer by now, you sure as hell better be a believer now. He is a certified superstar and now he's not just doing it on the NBA level. He's doing it on the international level, representing his country, which I imagine has to be the greatest feeling in the world. If they had podcast Olympics, I would do everything humanly possible to get on the basketball podcast side <laughs> to represent America. I imagine that's a pretty cool feeling. Anyway, speaking of America, uh, we got to talk to it and talk about it just for a quick second. Um, because they lost and people are, are pretty pissed about it. So they lost to a good team. It's not like they were just a rollover team. However, when we roll out our like low B and high C players, it's going to happen. Basketball has improved globally. Every country is significantly better. Like you can't just expect to roll out a C-list squad. And I know that sounds disrespectful, but. I mean, let's be real. Bobby Portis is getting significant minutes on your team. Uh, you've got problems. And that's that's what happened to Team USA. Now, Anthony Edwards, we all know what Anthony Edwards is. He's a star. And he's on the cusp of like super, superstar. And if he can make that jump this year in the NBA, I I will not be shocked because what we've seen is just unbelievable. But the rest of the squad, I don't know, man. I don't know. I've liked what I've seen from Austin Reeves, but, I mean, should he be representing our country? I love Paulo Bancaro. Too young. I love Tyrese Halliburton. I don't think he's used properly. Clearly, Brandon Ingram, not happy, not producing. Mikel Bridges, Jaron Jackson Jr., Jalen Brunson. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's all I'll say about it. 
Uh, without any further ado, let's dive right into it. Uh, here's Brotherly Love and Hate with Jer. Our Brotherly Love and Hate segment is back. I would say it's presented by a company, but we are currently on the segment sponsor-free. So hit us up. Let us know what's going on. It's been three weeks. Jer, welcome back. Thank you. I didn't think I was going to get invited back. Why? Well, just because it's been Because it's weeks. been so long. <laughs> yeah. Man, there's been nothing. Going on? There's been nothing that's happened this offseason. So I needed a much... A much-needed little break. Stepped away for a sec. We actually have some fun stuff to talk about on this episode. Hallelujah. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I've i actually enjoyed this little three-week break. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, it's always nice when I don't have to talk to you. I've seen you plenty of times, and we've talked plenty of times. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a miss. Well, big miss some someone might like it you didn't you sure <laughs> as hell didn't but someone might somebody might like that you're right someone might like it uh let's jump right to it you said you got one and one for us today okay. one and one it's been so long since i've been on i forgot to even think about things i love and hate so i only have one for you one of each Okay. Start us off. What are you, what are you, I'm trying to even remember you start us off with loves, I think. Yes. Yep. Yep. And you might know what I'm talking about this. Listen, I think this is going to be one of those things. Remember when I said, I love the cotton eye Joe thing. Yeah. Um, playing that was, that was our last episode. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know how you posted on your Instagram, the video. Yeah, of course. The Cotton Eye Joe video, yeah. I think you're going to have to do this. for. You're going to have to post this video as well. For this one? Okay, sweet. What is but it? For this one, yeah. So the thing I love are the videos of people hurtling, riding those fake horses. Like doing like a, <laughs> like a, like a horse show, but it's you've seen these you've seen it it's like uh you know this is your like love you started with your is. love i love it yeah this is my love and you you know like the courses where the um horses jump and hurdle and all sorts of stuff right um yeah. but it's it's ones with people running around and they have like that fake horse head and attached to the stick and they're riding it and they're hurdling those things themselves <laughs> You've seen that video, haven't you? Maybe I have. Did you just barely see it or did you like keep a note on this and be like, I got to come back to this? I kept a note of it. I don't know when I put it, but Dude, what What I do I even search? I was like, I, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. I'll find it because I'm sure I liked it. And I'll, I'll find it. I'll send it to you. And you, can, okay. you can clip it or something. I, I was sitting um, here trying to Google it. I'm like, I don't even know what to type. It's fascinating. Like, I can't believe. And there are people like cheering. There are people watching like it's a full on event. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's incredible. You're just going to have to see it. You're going to have to post it so everyone can watch that. I will. One question leading off. How does a yeah. human discover that they're good at that? <laughs> I don't know. And, and don't can know. can you be good at it? I like to think maybe someone grew up loving horses 
but, but couldn't never afford a horse had the money yeah to afford a horse so maybe the parents are like hey this is the next best thing here's <laughs> a fake horse head on a on a broomstick and then they just their imagination took off um and started training cuz I, I feel like i like that... to think that they're training <laughs> go ahead <laughs> i just, i feel like that horse uh toy you can call it a toy. I feel like that's yeah. like a common thing. Yeah. Like the kids have those. Yeah. But right, kids right, have right. them. I, I think we we didn't have them, but there was one at our house. Maybe Ellie had it. I don't know. Yeah. Or like at, at Granny's house, I think there yeah. was one. Yep. 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 But I, I don't know. I, li- I like to think they're going to the track, doing 100 meters while riding that thing. Maybe busting <laughs> out like the agility ladder. Getting some footwork in there as well. I love that that is your love. And that is the most random. I, I for sure will post it, but that is the most random. You have that's to. the most that's the most random love you've had since the segment started. I, I think it's so funny. <laughs> I don't know how you can watch it and not laugh or at least smile. I'm not much of a laugher when I'm by myself watching a video or a movie or something. Yeah. But at least you'll get a smile. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Please tonight. Yeah, so you got to send it to me tonight. So when this episode comes out uh, tomorrow morning, I can post it. Okay, I'll I'll do some homework and try and find it. Okay, great. That's a okay. That's a good <laughs> good love. What is what is your hate? I can't wait to hear what your hate's going to be this week. I think most well, my wife Tara and I we argue about this nonstop, and I thought I was in the majority here. Um. Apparently, I might be weird, but I hate tucked in sheets. Mm, I yes. hate them. Oh, this, this is a good I one because them. I'm equally as passionate about this. And my wife also crushes me for it. Uh, hotel yeah. beds, any bed, like I cannot stand them. The first thing that I do, I'll still sleep with it on yep. there, but I always get tangled up in it. It always ends up getting kicked off of me and like at the bottom by my feet. But the first thing I do in yeah. a bed that I have not slept in is I immediately go and untuck everything because I, I yeah. don't like the feeling of being tucked in and the fitted sheet is truly the worst part of all of it. I don't want to sleep with my toes pointed. And that's what happens when I try and sleep with tucked in sheets. It feels like it's making my my feet point down at the bottom of the bed. And I don't like that. I don't think it feels good. It's not comfortable. I'm not a fan. So when I go to like a hotel with with Tara, I untuck half the bed and she keeps mm. the other half tucked in. Uh, that's hard. That's hard, though, because somebody's somebody is winning that battle at night. Somebody is going to end up with the majority of the blanket if you have one side tucked in and one side not. Yeah, I usually you end lose up with no blanket. But, yeah, because but it's the tucked in side. I'd, but I would rather that. I would rather that than deal with the sheet being tucked in. Interesting. I'm glad we agree on this. Yeah. McCall, McCall's raised the point and she's like, look, the fitted sheet is to separate the comforter that doesn't get washed as much. And I don't yeah. know if that's I don't know if that's true. I hope it's not true. But I it sounds gross. Yeah, it does sound gross. I but I hate the fitted sheet. I completely agree with you. One thousand percent. That is a it's a fantastic well, hate. Thank you. I'll take my chances with the dirty comforters. There's no way they wash comforters less than the fitted sheet, right? No, I would imagine they 
they wash the sheets more. I don't know. If I had to guess, I think they would. But at this point, I don't care. I'd rather not point my, <laughs> my toes. Honestly. Okay. That's so. good. This might be my favorite uh, segment of yours yet. I, your love is hilarious and random, oh. and I can't wait to see it. And your hate, I couldn't agree with more. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's been a long I keep... three weeks. <laughs> You're welcome. It has been a long three weeks. I can't wait to see. I'm going to throw out a poll too for the fitted sheet thing. Maybe we're not alone. Maybe it's a family thing. Maybe we're it is. Maybe we are alone. There's no way we're alone. Maybe it's maybe. a gender thing. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but I can't maybe. wait to find out. I'm going to throw it out to people and see what they, what they think. Okay. That's good. Can't wait to see yeah. the results. All right. That's great. All right. Quick, quick hitter. One and one tonight. I like that. It's a look. Yep. It's a, it's a welcome back. I would, we have loved more, of course, but you got to keep them wanting more. Yeah. And guess what? It's been so long. It's been too long, too long since I've been here. I can't constantly be thinking of things and jotting them down that I love and hate. I can't do it. Especially when we're taking a month break weekly. Great. I have them popping in my head all the time. When it's this long in between episodes, maybe you should have me on more often. I don't know. Look, you were on my last episode. You keep saying it like I left you out. I haven't done an episode in three weeks. That's that's how it feels. That's how I felt really through all of August. Well, at least the end of August. Well, well, we'll get back on it because that's a that's unfortunate. Um well, Jer, it's a great welcome back. I'm excited. You better be jotting stuff down because next week, here we go. NFL starting. You're finally playing fantasy football oh again, which is exciting. Yes. Real fast. I thought it was exciting. It, it is exciting. Yeah. You you don't really play fantasy football ever. I try to get you to join every year and you never do it because you say you're terrible. And I think your work drug into a league. They did. And guess what? It was a $100 buy-in. And it's like I'm just giving my money away. There's a 0% chance I win. And about week five, I'm going to lose a couple. And I'm going to be like, this is not fun. Why did I do this? It's because you drafted so Justin Fields. I don't know Fields. how I got. No, 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 no. That's not why. <laughs> he He's going to bring me to the promised land. Oh, well, I'm look. riding. I'm riding with him. I hope you win because I like when I like that you are playing fantasy this year and I'm excited to help you along your way and it's going to be a fun time, but it all starts this week, which is exciting. Obviously college football's back. Utah beat Florida, which was very exciting. Now we go into Baylor, which is even more exciting. Colorado is for real. And that was probably that might, I mean, I don't want to say game of the year, but that was way better game than anybody expected. And Colorado's awesome. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, it was and amazing. Their stuff's awesome. Yeah, their stuff is awesome. I like I their computer. I agree. I, I completely agree. Anyway, point is, jot stuff down. There will be a lot to talk about next week, and I'm excited to have you here. Deal. I'll send the Good. video over, and <laughs> yeah. I will be prepared. Next week, I'll have, I don't know, maybe we'll do two and two. Maybe Good. three three and three. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I like it. Jer, thank you as always. We'll chat with you next week. Hope you all enjoyed this episode. Hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jer. Again, it's good to be back. Apologies for this episode being a little bit longer, but again, it's the welcome back episode. We want to make it as long as we want. Uh, I mentioned a giveaway. Going to be doing a giveaway with our guys at the Three Putt Golf Co. Going to be giving away some hats. 
They're exclusive hats. So when I say exclusive, I, I quite literally mean like an exclusive hat. They're dropping in very limited quantities. So it will be pretty awesome that we're going to be giving away some hats and some That's Ball folks vice golf balls. So keep an eye out for that. That should be rolled out in the next week. Uh, going to be the closer we get to basketball season, obviously we'll be doing some Sixers stuff, some jazz stuff. I'm staring right now to Allen Iverson, Georgetown, uh, Mitchell and Ness Jersey. We're going to be doing a lot of good giveaways. Uh, did an awesome university of Utah one before, uh, the game, uh, against Florida. Anyway, giveaways galore, but really excited for my one with, uh, my guys over at the three putt golf co. So keep an eye out for that again. I love you all. I am no dummy. This is not lost on me. I am very grateful that I get to do this and that I actually have somewhat of a platform and that a lot of you hooligans actually listen to me. I don't know why, but I really, really appreciate it. So if you feel so inclined and you haven't done so yet, feel free to leave me a review. One stars, five stars. They tell me, my little team tells me not to say that. I genuinely don't care. You can leave me one star. I've gotten them before. And the comments, uh, some of them are stupid. But other ones, I'm like, okay, good. That's honest feedback. Let me have it. One star, five star. It doesn't matter. I just appreciate you listening. Leave me a review. Like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Again, I love you all. I hope you have a fantastic week. Let's go, birds. Let's go, Utes. And that's all, folks. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.